What's up, you guys? Oh, man. Steven Milhausen here of The Zone. I know we got two <laughs> CGs there with me and Daryl Rivera, but Daryl will not be on today. Um, Wasn't able to skadoodle out of work, so I am riding this solo today. It is Thursday, April the 15th, 2021. You know, I want to give this whole kit banging caputal of the, listen to the podcast here and da, da 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 but man I just I'm not feeling it today and you know I was going to do a podcast later tonight going over Jake Paul and Ben Askren and that will still be done but I felt like just with the absurdity of what we saw today I thought you know I owe you guys to take a few minutes I'm working right now but I felt like I owe this to you guys to do this now not do it later I you guys I owe you guys more than that but what a day you look at one year ago and you see the scroll there we will be talking WWE releases Many, many, oh many superstars today. And we will get into that in a moment. And if we remember last April 15th, right in the beginning, and we're about a little more than a month into the pandemic. And we get word comes in that WWE decides to release a bunch of talent. A bunch. Zack Ryder, Deanna Perrazzo, Heath Slater. EC3, Leo Rush, the list goes on. And I'm like, man, what a shitty move right at the beginning of a global pandemic. But you wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. You did. I know I did. So I think, okay, maybe they're having a rougher time, even though they got all this money and they're making all this money. I'm always a believer of giving the benefit of the doubt. That's only fair. But then you find out then the rating, the earnings call a week later that they made a crack ton of money and record revenue and so on and so forth. Wasn't expecting to say, I was writing a feature on Tony Harrison, which you can catch right now on DAZN.com forward slash news. And I get a text from Daryl and he's like WTF. And I don't have any idea what he's talking about because I'm in the middle of writing a feature. And so I look like real quick and I'm like, Oh man, that was like one of those like cruel jokes of society. Unfortunately it wasn't. As WWE went on a, they went on a rampage today. And I mean Rampage and that is being, we're going to be utterly nice on, on that. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you the whole entire list here because right now it is, seems like it's coming in waves here from what I've been told. So let's see here. I do have a list. Let's see. Samoa Joe. Yes, I said Samoa Joe. Mickey James, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay of the Iconics, Chelsea Green, Wesley Blake, Tucker, Kalisto, and Bo Dallas. You look at that here. You look at that list. 
All of them were champions of some sort, except for Chelsea Green, Leslie Blake, and Tucker. Think about that. Releasing quality talent. High quality talent. It's a hard day. Because, you know, when these talents have jobs, they all have jobs. And they get dumped, dumped on their head bad. Got a lot of people coming in. You want to leave, if you're watching via Facebook, it's simple, guys. It's not just do, do what you guys always do. Give a rea- If you're watching via Facebook Live, just put a reaction to the video. Leave a question or comment, and it will get answered. Same thing via YouTube, guys. Give the video a thumbs up and also leave a question or comment. I promise they will all get answered. If I got to sit here for a minute, I'll sit here for a minute, and we'll, we'll shoot shop and answer some questions. The biggest name of them all. Samoa Joe, former Ring of Honor champion, TNA Impact champion, heavyweight champion, X Division champion, NXT champion, Ring of Honor, you name it, Samoa Joe has basically done it. Not a guy you thought would you would want to release, but then you look about it in a way you could see the way they're absurd thinking. Oh, sure. Absurd. You know, it's... You look at what Joe came in, debuted in NXT, and is still record for Ring of Honor. WWE was like, wait... They let him do it for a minute, and then they were like, wait a minute here. You need to... We want to lock you under a big deal. Did that. The push began. Got up to the main roster. And I was like, they didn't know how to use him at first. I was like, this is Samoa fucking Joe. Then you put him in a program with Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. And I always remember the funniest pay-per-view name of all time. Great Balls of Fire. And... I was just like... Okay, you're thinking at some point he's getting the title. I would have gone with him right there. Because that match was awesome. Match did well. was received well. Subscriptions were up a, up a good amount. Norm, more people than usual watching a B-level pay-per-view. Looked awesome at SummerSlam. And he was in that four-way. It was Reigns, Reigns Brock, Joe, and... um. So a very, very, very interesting. And, you know, it was one of those things that where you're like, whoa, go with him here. This is the spot. And they didn't do it. Totally fumbled it up. Yeah, Joe was in big time feuds. Feud with everybody. You know, I thought a really good feud I thought with Roman Reigns. You know, you get some stuff with AJ a little bit, you know, and then, then he got injured. He got injured doing a TV commercial for them. Really bad concussion. He's been out since then, doing an unbelievable job announcing. 
And it was just like, I'm sorry, guys, I'm kind of looking here. I'm trying to confirm some big news here. So give me, I do apologize. So it was just one of those things that where it's like, okay, he's announcing maybe he'll come back. But then after talking to some people there, he was like really adamant about wanting to get back in the ring. He's like, I'm ready. I've been cleared. And then when the news came out last week with Adnan Virk going to be the lead announcer for Raw, it's like, okay, maybe we're going to go this way. Maybe we're, he's Joe's going to go to SmackDown. But then I asked, I asked early this, I asked like Monday. I talked to someone in, was that Monday? I think it was, no, Sunday night during WrestleMania, I'm talking to someone in WWE via email and I'm like, what's going to, because you see Joe there. He was there all weekend announcing. Pancho, Pancho style. And I'm like, what's the deal? And they're like, he's still going to be around. He's going to be a talent. Okay. So what in the hell changed between Sunday and Thursday? Find out he's been wanting, and I found out today he's been wanting to get more back into the ring. Which I get. He's a, he's a competitor. Competitors at that stage of that level. He's in his 40s. Guys at that supreme level want to be in the ring. Look at Daniel Bryan. He wanted to be in the ring. He wasn't getting cleared. And I was like, well, why isn't he getting cleared? You know, he's declaring he's healthy and so on and so forth. And then this happened today. Um, we got a couple comments here. I want to. <laughs> well... Impact Wrestling is about to get stronger. Richard McPhee, thank you so much. And then this is the thing now. You got an A-plus grade talent at your disposal. What do you do with him? That's the question. That is the million dollar question. I don't know what they're going to do. That's the really the interesting thing here is what do they, where's he going to go? All these talents have 90 day clauses in their contract. So it's not like tomorrow, not like the Andrade situation where they can go or they can go to wherever. Like, Andrade could have showed up at AEW when he first got released. No one's showing up on AEW. No one's showing up on Impact. No one's showing up at Ring of Honor or MLW. Which you can catch, by the way, on the zone. And catch my interview with Richard Holiday. Who I owe a message to, by the way. But it's not like they can go and just do this stuff now. They can't. They got 90-day outs. From what I've been able to gather is July 14th. Impact has... If Impact is smart, they'll put Slammiversary on July the 17th. So we shall see when it pertains to that. But Joe can really do a pick of the litter here. He can go to AEW. He can go to back to Impact. He can go to Ring of Honor. He can do some shots in MLW. What I think Joe is going to do, I think Joe is going to dance around the block. Because he can command a whole lot of money. He's Samoa freaking Joe. 
You just think of the dream matches Joe can be in. Omega, Moxley, MJF, Jericho, uh, Jacob Fatu, Rich Swan. I think that would be freaking awesome. There's a ton. Ton, 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 ton. Ton of places for him to go. The question is going to be, where does he want to go? And that's his, and that is his decision at this point. He can really do whatever he wants. He can call his shot. There is a report, and I'll say this right now. There's a report out of the UK, and I'm looking at my phone here, and that's why I keep kind of looking down for a second. There's a report out of the UK that Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury is agreed upon. Right now, that is false. I've been told that report is false. So we'll see from there. I'm not going to believe anything from the mirror. So we'll see. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll see what happens with that. But I don't know where Samoa Joe is going to go. Impact seems to be a lot of people thinking Impact. I don't know Impact's money situation. I don't know Anthem's situation. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, they just bought Invicta today. Invicta fighting championships to women's. Oh, top rank is that one. It's just one of these things to where it's hard because you don't know each company's money situation at this point. You look at like an impact. You look at how AEW's been spending money. Ring of Honor has been spending money. Impact is spending money. These companies have budgets. And it's not this thing of where all these companies have a finite and infinite amount of money. I don't know. I wish I knew. Oh, I've asked. No one's yakking. I've reached out to all the key players. Don't know what they're thinking. You know, this is interesting here. This is from Sean O'Donnell. Sean, thank you for leaving a question and a comment. Joe going right to AEW. He doesn't need to accomplish anything more in impact. That's a great point too, Sean. It really is because if you, you sit and you think about it, where, where could the best options be for Joe? That could definitely, that, the assumption is impact. 
But you go to AEW, that's a whole other crop of options. Like I said, you got Omega, you got Moxley, Hangman Page. You know, you got Jericho, MJF, you, you know, guys like Ray Phoenix. If anyone did not see Ray Phoenix like that on freaking Dynamite, holy shit. Ray Phoenix is the best, one of the top five wrestlers in the world, and it's not close. Time to give Ray Phoenix some love, ladies and gentlemen. Not a lot, not enough love for Ray Phoenix. An awesome tag team match. If you have not caught it, I know we're talking, this is a WWE show today. Definitely watch Dynamite. Watch the opener. Ray Phoenix and Pac against the Young Bucks, who are awesome as heels, by the way. I be damned. Sean brings up, might go to ROH too. ROH isn't. I don't know. You know, I've heard a lot of people bringing up ROH to this, that nostalgia factor. I do know ROH is looking to spend some money, which kind of contradicts what I just said, because I'm just reading my phone now and talking to people there as well. And they just, someone from there sent me a message. You know, for people asking me, and I keep getting asked, and I'm looking at the chat line here. No, I do not know about Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. I am sorry. I, I just really don't know. I don't know yet. Young Bucks should have been disqualified. <laughs> I would have loved a DQ because I would have lo- I would love to see that those four run that shit back. But in t- I agree with you there, Sean. Just to run it back. But right now, I don't know, guys. I'm. This is going to be the big one. This is going to be the biggest mistake I think they make out of the people released today. He's still in his early 40s. He can fucking go in the ring. If he's healthy, and from indications I've been given, he oh he is. I think this. I I really want to see what Samoa Joe is going to do. I want to go to this one. I'm the big name. We talked about it earlier. Mickey James. Multiple time women's women's champion, Divas champion. This one shocked me. Because she was just on doing the takeover freaking pregame show. With my man, Jimmy Smith. I don't understand this one. I was like so baffled when I heard that. And I'm like, Mickey James, why? No reason to release her. There's really not. It's like when you have a roster that is lacking depth in terms of your women's women's singles and women's tag in NXT and on the main roster, one would think you'd want to keep the women around. So why are you getting rid of Mickey James? Why are you getting rid of the Iconics? Why are you getting rid of Chelsea Green? Four talented women in their own unique way. And you're going to be like, Steve, well, you know what's the Iconics? The Iconics were entertaining. 
Peyton Royce was getting better in the ring. Billy Kay has a ton of charisma. A lot of people on that roster could definitely use. It's interesting, man, because, and I'm working the phones here, guys. I'm trying to, I'm doing like four different things here, and I do apologize. But it's one of these things to where we got to, and she may cause some noise recently about, you know, gen, age, age quality among genders in, in wrestling. And she's not wrong. I don't care how old anyone is. As long as you're not like 60, 65, 70 years old, then, yeah, you should be... Comment if you want to commentate, be an ambassador, whatever. Cool. Everyone, I'm, I'm not, I'm down with that. But you should not be taking bumps in the ring. Like I'm not even a fan of Sting being in the ring. He's 62. And by the way, guys, drink this. Let's see if I can get it right here. Celsius. These guys are awesome. Celsius. Energy water. This stuff is amazing. Sparkling peach vibe. Healthy energy accelerates metabolism. Burns body fat. And trust me, it works. You take it after you walk. This is great. No fructose. No preservatives. No artificial colors or flavors. So make sure you guys check out Celsius peach vibe. But, you know... This whole age in women's wrestling thing is a crock of shit. If men can wrestle in their 60s, women can wrestle in their 40s. It should not be pigeonholed and or stereotyped. I always, I feel like that kind of was a precursor. I don't know if it's, I imagine they didn't forget. Knowing how that company runs and some of the people there, there's a lot of great, and I want to say this. Also, and then this was, conf- Fightful reported this. I have confirmed that John Laronitis has been big Johnny. Oh, 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 you're no longer needed. Laronitis making the calls, telling these talent budget cuts. I have that confirmed from three talents who were released today. Good fucking Lord. Budget cuts, ladies and gentlemen. A multi-billion dollar, they're worth over $3 billion. About $3 billion. You just signed, you have $3 billion deals. And you just signed a billion dollar deal to be on Peacock, for the WWE Network to be on Peacock. (laughs) Just remember what I said at the top of the podcast. There is an earnings call coming, and they want to tout as much revenue as humanly possible. Oh, we're making this much. That stock price drives up, and that 75-year-old blind old man who couldn't see right from left has a ton more money in his bank, and the same thing with the, the McMahons. Just think about it. They had the money. This isn't, budget cuts is basically saying we just don't fucking want you. Sorry. And for people saying, oh, you're being emotional. People lost jobs today. 
almost a year ago to the day, I got laid off. I've actually a year ago yesterday. A year ago last week. I take that back. I got was told I was getting laid off by DAZN. You know how devastated I was? When you're getting told, hey. And DAZN was going through a lot of problems. They're not going through those anymore. But that was one of the worst days of my life. That sucked. I was hurt. I was sad. You know, look, I got my job back, you know, and everything's great now. Yeah, but that, you love your craft. You love what you do, especially in this industry. I'm very blessed every day. And the fact that this talent lost jobs today, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Let me read some of these here because I only got a few more minutes here. Oh, Daryl. Good to join <laughs> Daryl. For some of these wrestlers, this might be the best thing to happen to them as they have the opportunity to shine somewhere else. Look at Moxley and Muriel FTR. Oh, I forgot about FTR and Muriel. Yeah, that was rough last year with those guys. And yeah, that was, um, I think this is where you're going to see a lot of people shine. Like I know Bo Dallas really doesn't want to wrestle anymore. I know Bo Dallas is more wanting to get away from being in the ring. So I, the Bo Dallas, this was probably just more like a blessing more than anything else. I don't think we're going to see, I'd be shocked if we see Bo Dallas in wrestling. Kalisto, we talked about Ray Phoenix earlier. Good Lord, give me Kalisto and Ray Phoenix. You know, I think Kalisto will probably end up in AAA. But if you have Kalisto and Ray Phoenix or Penta El Zero, Sign me up. Where's the beer? <laughs> All right, let's go to Sean O'Donnell's got another comment. I think iconic Chelsea Green would be great for AEW Women's Division, but CG might want to get back to Impact with Zack Ryder. Mickey James might go to NW. And Nick Aldis, my guess is we got until July. Very good comment. I, I love this comment here. So we'll talk real quick. Okay, we'll talk about where these are going to go. Iconics. AEW makes sense because of Peyton Royce and Sean Spears. It does. It makes a ton of sense. I also remember Ring of Honor is trying to bolster, bolster up that women's division. So I can easily see the Iconics. I could see Mickey James and Chess. I can see all four of them going to Ring of Honor. If I'm ROH. I'm making phone calls, and I would have already made them. Um, but no, I think if I'm, that's what I feel like they should do. What was likely to happen? I think we see Iconics in AEW. Chelsea Green goes to Impact, and I, Sean, I agree with everything you're saying here. And I think Mickey James will go to the NWA. But I think Chelsea Green goes to Impact. Iconics will go. Yeah, I. I think Mickey James does a does a stint in the NWA to be with her husband, the current NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis. I imagine there's been a conversation in the Aldis household. Sad, what's up, dude? 
I'll hop all as well, man. Hey, Steven, how do you feel about WWE cuts personally as a fan? Great question. As a fan, it sucks. Plain and simple. It sucks. You look at guys like Wesley Blake. Hell of a talent. Like, Wesley Blake would be a good guy to go to ROH, in Impact, in MLW. I think him in MLW, I think he would be great in MLW. I love Wesley Blake. Maybe him and the former Steve Cutler? Maybe. Think of this. Forgotten Sons. Awesome tag team. And because Jackson Riker is a moron, well, let's just call it like we see it here. I'm not a journalist right now. I am a fan. <laughs> Would have fired him first. He should have been fired with them. He should have been fired. Those the other Cutler and Blake should have been there. Should have been, should still be with the company. Quite, quite, quite unfortunate. I think there's a a severe injustice was done. Apparently, you can go around making idiotic comments and you could be kept around. But if that was mean, but as a fan. This sucks. You never, ever want to see talent get released. This is the worst thing you can do. Talent law, people, human beings. Let's remember at the end of the day, guys, these are still human beings at the end of the day. They don't deserve this. They really don't. And it's quite unfortunate that we did see this today. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um. Actually, really quickly, let me go. I want to look at the list again real quickly so I can make sure I didn't miss anybody. Tucker. Forget about Tucker. What? <laughs> that team should have – heavy machinery should have never broke up because what in the blue moon has Otis done since then? Even though I think the thing with Gable's kind of funny, but I think Chad Gable's as good as gone when his contract's up in a couple months. They should have been kept together. Tucker's a great talent. Remember what he did in the 2020 Elimination Chamber? He was fantastic and showed he's got skills inside the ring. But in terms of who would, you know, who's going to make the biggest impact, I think Joe. I'm going with the Iconics. I think they are now going to – they already have great personalities, improving in the ring. I really want to see what the Iconics are going to do. I think they're going to do great things. I think it's going to be Joe, the Iconics, Mickey James, Kalisto, I think every talent that got released, I think can really make a ton of noise. I really, 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 really do. But that is going to be it for this. As I didn't want to be on too long here, as it's a it's a hard day. It's a day I I hate these days when when WWE does this mass exodus for no reason than just to keep lining their pocketbooks. Not a big fan. I think it's a load of crap. Um, and it's just quite unfortunate for the talent. Hopefully they all get on their feet sooner rather than later. You can find the podcast, and this will be up on audio shortly. You can, So you'll be able to find the audio, and we're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Also, if you're watching via Facebook, it's simple, guys. Just give a reaction to the video and follow and like the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. Also, I have a Twitter at Walkway Fight. Pockets also has a Twitter, uh, Instagram page, Walkway to Fight Club, all in lowercase letters. You can follow me right, if I can, right, there we go, at SBLHouse and JR on Twitter and Instagram. What else am I forgetting? I think that is it. 
I'm gonna have an interview up tomorrow. I'm gonna have a two part. I'm gonna have a double podcast tomorrow. We'll have with the NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez. Great interview as we talk about her unfortunate love for the Houston Texans. Uh, her Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley are they? The, does she feel they are the new wave of women's wrestling in the WWE and a whole lot more? And also talk to Tony Harrison. He returns to the ring as PBC returns to Fox on Saturday night. Is a very strong message to unify. Unified 154-pound champion, Jermell Charlo. Very intriguing chat with Tony. Thank you guys so much. We will be back. I'm going to be back later. I'm going to do a podcast about previewing Jake Paul and Ben Askren. This is Steven Mielhausen. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. I'm out.